Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind hitting the like and subscribe button, we have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Let's get into it. It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up. Now he fucked up! 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 Now you have fucked up! Yeah, I don't do Red Roof fans. <laughs> You're going to lose any sponsorship that you might have gotten from <laughs> Red Roof. In. Damn it. This is sponsorship. a PSA. <laughs> I do like the person who commented on you were saying on your podcast that <laughs> you get too high. Yeah, I get too high and then I just get weird with eye contact. and. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just all comedians. And then I can't talk to anyone. I'm like, I've started to accept, like, just say whatever comes to mind, because if it's weird, that's fine. (laughs) People don't like me when I get weird. You don't deserve my presence. (laughs) Before I was like, what does she mean about she might get autistic when she's high? And now I understand by that. Isn't talking just whatever comes to mind? Yeah, but I generally I generally am pretty quiet and I won't really like, especially in like group settings. But uh, since I got sober and because I used to like drink a lot, so I would like feel comfortable with like saying things or like being more social. And now I'm just kind of like, this is who I am. And this is just if I have something weird to say, I'm going to say it. And if it makes you feel weird, get out. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> get out the kitchen if you can't handle the heat. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, that is the. No, I understand. I used to drink crazy too. And now I like, I have like a drink here and there. Yeah. Like I got lit at Mr. Chow's off of one glass of champagne the other night. Oh my but, God. But like I used to drink crazy, but I would like get all quiet. I'd be like a, like a Russian author. Just quiet in my room, <laughs> drunk off with a poet, a poet. Yeah. <laughs> a poet. You ever write poetry? I'm not gay. <laughs> no, I love poetry. I yeah, no, uh, I don't fuck with poet. I think poetry is stupid, but I like the idea of pretending to be like, I want to go do an open mic poetry slam. I think that could be a lot of fun. Mm. Like do comedy or you no, write just, just like just bullshit like, some poetry? Yeah, bullshit some poetry. Like it would, I feel like it's easy to bullshit it. Like you can't. Like <laughs> no, just <laughs> I was I was like ch- gangster checked over poetry once, so now I feel bad shitting on it because I was like I fucking hate poetry, and then they're like, yeah, but what are like he was like I'm a rapper, I write poetry, and I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. It's for sure like my own issues with my favorite poet a, is Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. <laughs> I love poetry. Cardi B. Cardi B. My favorite, a- <laughs> my favorite poem written by Meg the Stallion, Money Good. <laughs> I don't know the other words. I just know money good. I uh poetry dance. Like dance, I feel like is bullshit. Like dance is bullshit. Yeah, I've also been wanting to go. I walked past this place where a lot of TikTokers dance on like Melrose, and I was like, I would love to just pay for a class or like whatever, 
and just bull, like just give it my all and be awful. Oh, learn how to TikTok dance? Not so. No, I obviously know how to TikTok dance. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, no, I think the idea of dancing is really stupid to be yeah. good at it because it's like it all looks a little weird. I don't know. No, I um, I studied theater in college. Then it's up. <laughs> You know, a podcast over. <laughs> I'm deleting the episode. <laughs> I, uh, I studied theater, and when they get, it was like the, it was theater and dance. So like, I have like a dance degree. <laughs> I can't dance. A dance degree. <laughs> yeah, I have like a theater and dance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the right response. How did you? Did you not? <laughs> Your finals, it's just choreography. My final was I had to do an interpretive dance piece with the whole theater department and then go up afterwards and do stand up with no microphone. After literally right after (laughs) doing, they just watched me do a choreographed dance piece. And then I have to go up and do stand up in front of what the hell? I mean, that sounds like very easy to pass for the dancing and then stand up. What if, yeah, I bombed my final. (laughs) Your teacher is just booing you. (laughs) I made my teacher cry once doing stand up in class. I, um, I had to fucking, I did a joke about. It was stupid of me. Yeah. I did a joke about a girl eating my ass and my teacher literally started crying and went, you can't joke about that. (laughs) I was like, what happened to you? She doesn't want to talk about her ass. Okay. She, I, we were in the class got the, we were in class. Oh yeah. I have a virus on my laptop. Oh, that's fine. So every like 10 minutes, this game, I'm not going to say the name because it'll promote it pops up. And it's so fucking annoying. That is so annoying. But I get too high to learn how to fix it. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Like, why would you do it, if it's not ruining the podcast, you know, when I was like a kid, I could like figure out electronics, but then I started smoking weed. Now I just feel like a grandma. <laughs> I'm really bad with electronics, but that's the whole thought, actually. So I just, <laughs> I just learned how to put captions and make reels with videos. Oh, I get so many views on them and I just never did it before. I'm yeah. You get a ton. That's like I saw a couple. Of, that's like why I reached out to you. Yeah. I saw a couple of your stand-up clips and they were hilarious. Oh, you thank got you. Like, and like you got like yeah, crazy traction on I it. do great on reels for my stand-up, but then on TikTok, I do really bad. They I get 200 views. I well, they like shadow ban me because like also my stand up isn't clean enough for TikTok. So immediately they take away the sound if I say pussy. That's why I'm shadow banned. I just smoke weed and talk about pussy. They take away that's anything. Not, that's not what I, do. I just smoke weed and talk about pussy. That's not what I do. I don't know why I put myself in that box. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they don't like me on TikTok, and that's fine. It just makes me a little sad. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I was about to say something that would get me in trouble. <laughs> It's the damn Chinese government. I mean, yeah, they run TikTok. They hate me. They have it out for you. Yeah. You're never allowed in. You're banned from China. If you're shadow banned on TikTok, you're banned from China. I think that's the rule. I mean, whose dick do I have to suck to not be shadow banned anymore? I think you have to go go to China. I have to like go on a big body. journey. Yeah. It's e like pray a, suck dick. E pray <laughs> suck dick. TikTok famous. Yeah. I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the next Charlie D'Amelio because I sucked his dick. Okay, you have nothing on me, Charlie. <laughs> you gotta actually you gotta blow Chairman Mao's dead body. I can do it. And then you're allowed, then you will get all the views you want on TikTok. I'll do it for the views, you know. Uh, Are real views real? Are real views real? I don't know. I'm like, I don't believe this many people watched it, but I'm going to just you say it. Like swiping over on the screen so it goes back to the, I just can't look at this stupid. Yeah. Anymore. I'm sorry. It's fair. Um, I might have to do it. And we're not we're, I told you, I don't edit this podcast, so I'll do this whole thing. And if raid pops up again, oh, I said the there's music now. God damn it. And I said the name of the game. So they're getting free promotion. They won. What is this music? I like that. It Chinese music came it was, on it was what we were talking about the TikTok? chinese government yeah they got um this the amount of targeted yeah. ads i get after talking about something while i'm like scrolling through tiktok is insane it is i can't go on tiktok like it's they never show me the videos i want i I like TikTok better before things started getting open again during the pandemic, like when they had Bean Talk and Prison TikTok. Oh, I don't know what Bean Talk is, <laughs> but I know what Prison TikTok. Uh, is. Bean Talk was weird. It was just videos of beans with the the sound beans, 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 That's beans. Over. You liked it? I loved it. It was because then <laughs> it was it was weird. I, I it's, it was a fun. You know, you get stoned. You're like, oh. Beans and prisoners. Yeah, Not I sure. love prison TikTok too. I love seeing that there is hope for like love. That you gotta go to this gym. Shout out Derek Drescher. He works at this gym in New York called Con Body. And it's uh, all ex-cons and it's all like hot women that go there, but they're all the trainers are ex-cons. Oh, uh, Derek Drescher is a comedian. Yeah, I've met him there. before. I that sounds fun. I mean, <laughs> that's where you'll find love. Find me a nice edgy uh, guy. Nice edgy. I like a bad boy. OK, <laughs> you better drop the soap for the me. With the rap sheet. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to put that out there. <laughs> no one can know. If you have a felony, hit up. What's your Instagram? Brittany LED. How do you pronounce your last name? Ledesma. Okay. Yeah. Um, no further questions. Cool. <laughs> There's nothing. There was no reason for me to even try and expand on it. I was like thinking a thought. I was like, I haven't 
I know. I was like, whatever it is, I might not edit things out of the podcast, but I might edit whatever that was. Fair. <laughs> sorry. That was rude, and I apologize. I forgive you. Thank you. So why prison TikTok? Oh, it's just so fun. I'm also like, just I love that prisoners have phones. And that they're just showing you how like they cook ramen noodles or yeah, like I've done interviews through prison phones. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Is that true? That's not true. I yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. For a guy who's in for a real long time. And every 15 minutes I had to repay for the phone to like that's sick. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> if you want to do that, I won't be mad. If you okay. start interviewing. I'm just going to start interviewing boys and potential guys to date on my podcast from prison. <laughs> it's a dating show. That would be dumb. It's a dating show. Hey, guys, today I am with. <laughs> it's an app called Getting Out. It's literally the app. And you can call people in jail and prison on. That sounds fun. Even I- if they're in solitary confinement. Which is crazy. But when you're in solitary confinement, you can't have a video, just phone. <laughs> they have to imagine what you look like. Yeah. But I guess it's nice for prison sex, like phone sex. Yeah, that's true. It would be funny if they're like, damn, this bitch has an ugly voice. And so they're just having to jack off being like, ah, she looks like um, Mr. Bean. <laughs> That is funny, though, because in solitary confinement, that's the one place in prison you could jack off in peace. But that's the only place you can't see the women. My mind. They blown. just draw, <laughs> they draw a curvy ass stick finger. <laughs> just big, just two D- massive tits. <laughs> I think that's what cavemen probably had to do for porn. Would be yeah. to draw, yeah, yeah, on the cave. Do it. Yeah. Oh, I would love to look at some cave porn. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> that's all you like is cave porn. <laughs> some people like porn from like the seventies. I like cave porn. I love cave porn. You know, it's so hairy, <laughs> rock hard. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I can't. TikTok is Chinese government is after us. We're done. I love them. Hey, guys, please unshadow ban me. Unshadow ban us. Yeah. And we you could have a show on TikTok. That prison dating show could be on TikTok. I know they could. Honestly, I could really help y'all. Do you ever see how do crazy people get so many views? I think. Oh, are you talking about like the like the mentally insane? I I love watching a little bit of those videos. I like, you know, uh, the random TikToks that just go viral. I mean, like, have you seen the really young guy dating the super old woman? No. Well, there's like a couple of like couples like that. That's him over there. Oh. (laughs) He likes it vintage. (laughs) He's going to make me edit that out. <laughs> you know, some people like dating vintage. It's fine. <laughs> that caveman porn. Oh, uh, yeah. Vintage. Hey, I want dust coming some, out of those titties. <laughs> Give me powder some powdered milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, but I know I knew a girl 
and I hope she doesn't ever hear this, who had a Santa Claus fetish. Like she liked old fat. I feel like that's like not even daddy issues. That's just like grandpa issues. That's like like you didn't get what you want for Christmas as a kid. (laughs) We never celebrated Christmas. Now I just want dick. Now I just want Santa to give me his dick in a box. Merry Dickmas. (laughs) That's a crazy kink, though. That's just that's so weird. It's like you just want to be cuddled, cradled. I know a professional cuddler. Like they don't have sex with people, but they cuddle them. Like people who don't 10,000 get- hours worth of cuddling done <laughs> to know, qualify. I'm a, I'm a master cuddler. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like people who don't get touched a lot. Like it's kind of <laughs> sad. When you, it's a really funny job that's really sad when you try to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was a stripper when uh, I was 19 and I got paid by a lot of men to just talk to them. Like it's oh, so sad. You? Yeah. A lot of guys just want companionship and like mm. I've never had a good exp- I've only been to like two or three strip clubs in my life. And they've never been good. Yeah, they're they're fun if you like to drink a lot and mm. drink. I feel like the only way a strip club is really fun is if you're drunk like there. It's not a girl brought me on a first date. I brought a girl on a first date with Nems, the dude who goes bing bong. <laughs> We went to a strip club. That was funny. And then the uh, my friend was like, I want to get you a lap dance. And then the woman was like this 40-year-old Brazilian woman, and she pulled the shirt over my head and started giving me titty twisters. What would call for that? <laughs> I didn't and ask for it. It's like, yeah, she, he, oh, you paid me extra? Okay. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> that's why I don't want to ever go. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I've only been back once and I got all my old regulars to buy me drinks back when I was still drinking. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Now I can buy you like ginger ale and grenadine. I just, I have no, like, it's just like, no, it's no, it's, eh, they have really good food at strip clubs though. And I stand by that. Mm. Like it's cheap and it's good. And you're going to see titties while you eat. And you know, I don't think I want to see titties while I eat. Like I've never been to a Hooters. I know a friend who like dates a different. I don't know why he like goes to different Hooters and dates girls from Hooters. Like that's his type. He likes chicken wings and boobs. Instead of a chuckle fucker, he's just a <laughs> hootie fucker. I don't know. That's a real thing. The chuckle fucker. Yeah. Is there a dude version of that? Yeah. Chuckle fucker. I mean, is that like a is that the guys a, being chuckle fuckers? Yeah, I, for sure. I feel like just, they just love female comedy. I mean, there. Yeah, I have met a couple guys like that. I feel like it's you know weird, and I think chuckle fuckers and generally like like people who don't do comedy that just try and fuck comics. They're just not well, like comics aren't well in the head to start with. And then there's that. And it's like, Oh, you're like a different type of crazy. 100%. If you like me, I'm like, something's wrong with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Something's wrong in your head. 
what happened i will i will dig until i find out what happened in your childhood what trauma why, caused this why you like me <laughs> i know i'm high but i had never finished the story about um <laughs> me in college my senior that was a long time ago but i do want to say in between me doing the interpretive dance and me doing stand up oh god a girl did a poetry piece and that's the whole reason I brought it up about her trying to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> so it's me doing an interpretive dance, a poem about a girl trying to commit suicide, her parents sobbing in the front row, and then me going up and doing stand up with no microphone. That's the end of suicide followed by ass eating. <laughs> I didn't do that joke. And I didn't do that joke. I didn't want my teacher to cry again. I didn't do that joke in my uh, seat. But I was I went to a super like I have a minor in peace and social justice. That's incredible. I just took a bunch of easy classes and they <laughs> gave it to me when I graduated. <laughs> and but like I was saying some wild shit. At my school for my senior stand up. Like, I can't believe what I got. Away. I can't believe they asked me to go back and speak there. Like, I was saying some wild shit. I said that the I did a whole joke about how 80% of police are obese. So that's why they shoot unarmed black teens is because they can't outrun them. And like... I don't know why people laughed in that room. It was like parents of like poets, <laughs> like the least likely people to be. And I don't even do that type of humor anymore because I've been threatened. You've been threatened? I've been threatened. I've had drinks thrown at me and shit. Oh, God. Now I'm like a, a goofy I, storyteller. Oh, I've only had one bad altercation after doing a set like that people complained. I feel like people generally are just like, she was sad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the general consensus? If, no, after you I, get I think I, I do a lot of humor that if I like have to work it out to where like I'm like, it doesn't make people uncomfortable to listen to. And so it's like in the process of doing that, I'm like, I'm making these people uncomfortable. Let's do a pussy joke after this. <laughs> I do understand that. It's like school shooting pussy joke. Uh, alcoholism pussy joke. That sounds like my set, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you, did you steal my joke? Yeah, I actually um, Carlos oh. Mencia for sure. Like, <laughs> is, your all mom, your set. Is, is your mom's favorite rapper Lil Wayne? <laughs> Do your no. parents like your comedy? Um, I don't really let them come to shows. My dad's seen two shows and he's he's fine with it i think he likes everything but my pussy jokes so to be fair everything but pussy jokes it makes i just think they're funny I, I, know, hey. nothing better than a good pussy joke that'd be a good joke. name for an album pussy Every, joke? everything but pussy jokes. everything but pussy jokes <laughs> and then it's just all pussy jokes exactly. there's nothing yeah. else <laughs> I got to say for people watching, because it's been a two podcasts now, I did not buy those fake flowers. That's it.
I was hoping <laughs> something was going to come to your prayer. I also am always like, I shouldn't wear shorts on the podcast. And then I do because they my knees look. Oh, it's probably the oh, this is this is a good thing. I got, okay. I got scared. I got you scared the shit out of me. Thank you. I love your Yeezys. Of Ooh. course. Thank you. So she is a private chef for like famous like um, athletes. That's awesome. And she's staying in the Airbnb above us and I was smoking a joint outside and she was and I was like, what are you doing here? And then we got talking and then she gave us some THC simple syrup. But I just had a heart attack at that. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. For a second, I was like, who's knocking? What's going to happen? What? I was scared. Yeah, I know. He's, he's, I was like, wait, is this a different type of couch? He's our protector. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Yeah. So she's a, she's got what does cannabis fucking simple syrup high um that's it weed weed we smoked that packwood thing beforehand oh i yeah. feel you have to do edible i mean not edibles like uh, mushrooms or like oh i love mushrooms i am a big fan i took a bunch it was easier when i went to new york to get mushrooms for me than it was to get weed which is, I feel like weird, but maybe I'm that just stupid. Weird. I got, I took mushrooms almost every day I was in New York. Cheers. That's awesome. It was a lot of fun, but I think a week on shrooms was maybe a bit too much. Yeah. I had to take a break because I did like 15 out of 30 days on mushrooms. And I was like, <laughs> I was like looking in the mirror. I was like, who are you? I know. You're like, I don't even. I don't even know who you am anymore. I. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> no, I have you ever done DMT? We'll get all fucking. Um, I did DMT. I've done like DMT pens. I've never actually smoked real DMT. Mm. The DMT pens. I only did that once. I've smoked real DMT twice. I like the pens just because they make you feel weird. I just like I'm like being stoned, but like better. But yeah, but then that come down's horrible. It's yeah, it's just like eh, I don't know. I don't. It's nothing I would want to do often. Yeah, no, I did it, and I was like convinced I met Buddha, <laughs> and he helped me start the podcast. And then like I bombed real bad one day, and I was like, damn, I just did drugs in a deuce's basement. <laughs> Yeah. In a shaman's basement. <laughs> a shaman's basement. It's just some guy know. living in his mother's basement. It was some other mother's basement. Some other mother's basement. <laughs> a shaman that plays Call of Duty like all the time. He was old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my uh my parents. Sorry, that that's what we were talking about. Parents seeing comedy. I like, I feel bad. They want to support me, but it's like I don't even want you to see this. Yeah, like, I don't want them to listen to the podcast. Have they seen you do comedy? Couple times. There's a video that my friend took of my mom watching my set. 
my instead friend of, instead of filming my set <laughs> oh my god that's what my friend did like last week i gotta do open for one of my friends and um my dad came and my friend filmed my dad while my pussy jokes were going on <laughs> and my dad was just not he was like he started looking at his phone <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's fair. I can't believe I was. I've never been able to watch that video. I can't believe you watched the video. I watched like it was only like 30 seconds long. So I just watched it. I was like, yeah, that adds up. <laughs> just going on. I was like, I actually prefer him to not list tune into those parts. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I always feel bad. Like if a family member finds out like, oh, like. Sam's podcast is doing well. Let me check it out. <laughs> and then it's just me just so high talking to people that they have no idea. Not you. Yeah. All my family members are going to know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've already told them all about you. I called my mom right before this. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm like, they're going to watch it and be like, oh, no, this is what he's doing with his life. Yeah, I mean, I don't I think my parents are just like. I have a sibling who's like a transgender heroin addict, and so they're just like, as long as she's not doing heroin, you know, like, hell yeah. So the bar is pretty low. My dad was like, you're my most uh, like independent child. I was like, wow, you have a really low bar because I work for you. I feel like I shouldn't be laughing. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> but now <laughs> if I didn't have this shit in my life, I don't think I wouldn't. I would be oh, 100 percent. So 100 percent. You ever meet a comedian who had like a great as like is just happy? Yeah, I don't trust people like that. Like married with like a family. And they I'm just... like, you should quit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I always say like comedians, people want to be funny. Yeah. All right, that's it. End of that <laughs> point. It. There's a lot of periods in this podcast. Just <laughs> on, to the, on to the next point. On to the next. No, but like, like when they they um they I don't know if I've ever talked have talked about it on the podcast. So I guess this might be the announcement, maybe. But like when they did a article on me for like the Harvard Crimson, like the Harvard University's newspaper, I was like. That means like there people are gonna watch it and like watch it and be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what the actual fuck? Cause like you you have a like once you get past a certain amount of like when you get followers, you're like, who are these people? Yeah. You're kind of like, oh shit, like <laughs> anyone can see the wild shit that I'm yeah, doing. I've <laughs> I'm just like, there's definitely things I'm, I've said on my podcast. I'm just like, well. You know, that, you know, probably doesn't sound too good, but yeah. Did your parents ever go to see you strip? Yeah, they supported me a lot. <laughs> More than comedy. I'm a really supportive uh, mother and father. Uh, no, um, they never went to go see me strip. Just, they dropped me off every day. They packed me a sandwich. <laughs> Jurassic Park lunchbox. <laughs> no, they did not like that, but they were. My dad was like, you know, you got to do what you got to do, I guess, to make money. So, yeah. And you're doing it. Shit. Yeah. Like you're 
So I only did that for a year and now I'm like, you know, do you get to like, like, like you're traveling, like we're in LA. This is so like, I'm from Boston. You're from Austin, mm-hmm. but we're in LA right now. Yeah. Like you got to travel here. To yeah. Comedy and shit. Yeah. I'm super grateful. I have, uh, I paint oil and gas tanks now, which is weird, but it's what I do for work. And wait, it, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so oil and gas, they have tanks and I paint them one color (laughs) and it pays very well. It's a weird niche Texas job that is like very color, just like a plain color, like the walls. But like, I do that for a weekend and then I'm like, good for the month. Really? Yeah. That's a dope ass job. It just involves like traveling like six hours back and forth but every day no just for like a weekend oh you got like a hotel or something yeah that is i've never even heard of that job i didn't even know that was a job painting it's weird (laughs) you don't paint anything else no i mean like i paint like the rigs and like the oil stuff but generally just giant (laughs) tall gas tanks (laughs) That's a that's a good thing you can and then you can just do whatever you yeah it's nice do. I don't have to do anything during the day I like a Texas it. job you don't give off like Texas uh, thank you energy thank you that's a huge compliment to me <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people who are like oh Texas blood they're just the worst yeah I don't anyone I feel like accents are fake. Yeah, I will say whenever I go to South Texas, a little bit of like a Hispanic accent comes out because I have to speak that like Spanish there a lot more. But hearing like a country accent is just like, I'm like, you're trying too hard. Like Boston accents. I feel like like Boston. Yeah. So shout out Mason Smith. He, I was, he was watching an episode of a guy with a really strong Rhode Island, like Boston accent. And he has like the strongest Mississippi accent. He does have a strong accent. Crazy. And he couldn't understand the guy's accent. (laughs) It was like speaking different languages. Yeah. I feel like I can't handle accents. Like even like London, like I could never date someone with an accent because for me, it sounds like they're talking in cursive. Like I can't. (laughs) Like, I don't get what this is. I was at a family party in New York like um, last week and there were two cousins of the aunt of my uncle, you know, whatever, two family members from London and they had like British accents and it was crazy the amount of like shit that people thought it was okay to say to them to their fate not not to, don't shit on british people no i'm just british people <laughs> hello i'm gordon ramsay gordon ramsay I mean, it is fu- it is funny how like a white person will hear an, a british accent and they'll just start doing it mm-hmm. like immediately yeah they were like i remember this dude just walks up to me and goes damn you guys sound funny <laughs> <laughs> Like, you can only say that to British people. Yeah. Yeah. If you say that to Australia, well, yeah, you can't say that to, like, any other culture. But I if guess they're like white, white you can't. Pe- yeah, white people. White people are free to shit on. Which is fair. It's fair, I think. I think. But people forget that, like, white people don't speak English, too. There's, like, white people who don't speak English. That's true. 
You ever seen that Jamaican? I you probably haven't. That Jamaican rapper who's white as fuck, but he spits hard. He like talks like a like a full on like logic. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you you don't give off Texas energy, but you do give off big logic fan energy. <laughs> I don't want to die. Uh, no, <laughs> just like. Uh, he saved my life. No, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine if that song was like. <laughs> imagine if that song was like you're like saving grace. Like he gets me. <laughs> you were gonna kill yourself, but you listen yeah. to a logic <laughs> or Macklemore. Oh God, oh, that's, <laughs> like, that's like, even worse. I was gonna die. Then I went thrift shopping and it was like, <laughs> shit. It's cool. It's fine. It's this kosher. is probably such a niche thing, but I. Like Lil Dirk put out a remix to that song and he's taught, you know what I'm talking about? And he's just talking about like murdering people over the logic, like <laughs> the suicide song. And it's the, my favorite. It's my favorite remix ever. I mean, that sounds amazing. I like, um, there's one. So it's not even, I like to listen to it before I go do stand up sometimes because I like to get in a silly, goofy mood. Um, it's Fuck Steph Curry, my little boom. <laughs> and it's just him saying fuck Steph Curry. And then it just goes like in on like him as a person. And I'm just like, this feels personal. And I just, it's so funny. I love it. And that's what pumps you up before comedy. Yeah. Your I, hatred of Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, going to cut that as a clip. Brendan's <laughs> hatred of Steph Curry fuels comedy. It career. does. Honestly, I, whenever I bomb i'm like damn it steph curry you did this to me you and your god i you and your stupid wife and kids fault i hate how wholesome they are i'm like you're not that wholesome i think you ever meet someone who's like super duper nice and they're like you definitely have like skeletons yeah and then sometimes they're just really nice and you're like Sometimes nice people annoy the fuck out of me. I can't stand a pushover Mm. because I feel like when people don't like respect themselves enough, I'm just like, I'm not. Why would I respect you then? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but maybe that's just me being an asshole. I don't know. (laughs) I like you, but I thought you were strong on whatever you came out of your mouth. Don't double back on what you're saying. (laughs) I just I don't know. I just it's like it's like bitch stand up for yourself because then like if you don't respect you why would i respect you 100 no one yeah that's why like anyone like this first started out as a self-help podcast (laughs) 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 if you can imagine but literally the self-help from this podcast is just like if you watch this and it's like, oh shit, he actually like did something with it. It's like uh, you can definitely do it too. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. Is I'm a fucking idiot, but like I'm doing it. Like I stood up for myself. I made the decisions to like do it. And some people don't do that. Yeah. Oh, the button. I don't know. I didn't realize microphones have buttons. How long have you been in it? Been in what? The the what the microphone. The game. microphone game. <laughs> Honestly, I came out of the womb with a microphone. Been no in the game. On it, though. Whenever I used to strip, I would bring a microphone on stage. 
no, I wouldn't. I, that was a dumb bit. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> no, like you made like decisions. Yeah, I think for I think it's because for a while I don't think I was a strong person, and now when I see like I'm like eh, I used to be kind of like not have a backbone. What changed that? Uh, the good old PTSD and being like thrown on your ass type, like you're the only one who can get yourself out of a situation. So that's kind of like, you know, cause I was like, ah, I don't even respect how I was back then. Yeah. But you have to, like, everyone has to make that decision at some point, but no, some yeah. people never do. Yeah. Also, I think it's it like, like stems from like weird childhood stuff with my mother and I'm just like, hmm. Don't respect you, bitch. Mm. But yeah, but you use that. Like some people use that and then like you probably still feel bitter or whatever, but like you use that and then can fuel you to like do your art. Yeah. Which is so like, you know, cringy to say, but it's true. Like if I was like bitter about shit that happened, then like I would never want to push forward. I'd just be living in the past. Yeah. I think just like working hard and continually forcing yourself to like grow as a person is like such a big thing, especially to like do well in comedy. Did you make that decision when you started comedy or did you make I that think decision? it gradually happened throughout it, like doing it the past three years. I think going on stage and like allowing yourself to like others to see you, but also like, you know, you deal with some weird shit with it. And like people say, just giving their opinion to you without at, like it's unprompted. So you got to be comfortable in your own skin doing that yeah. and be confident in yourself to handle it. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> what made you get up the first time? Uh, I think I went through a breakup and I was like, because I wanted to do it, but I kept putting things off and then I got dumped and I was like, well, I'm going to do everything I said I was going to do. Never stopped. Yeah. I like had already written jokes out because I'd like been mentally prepping for it. And then I got dumped and I was like, well, I can't keep putting this off. Let's just fucking do it. Is that what you wanted? Like, was that what your vision was of the future was before? I was going to school for psychology and I wanted to be a psychiatrist and go to medical school is what I told people I wanted to do. <laughs> but I don't think I was ever really like thinking that was going to work out. So I kind of just stumbled upon comedy. What did you think it was going to be? Uh, I don't know. I really have no idea of what I wanted my life to be back then. I hate office jobs, so I don't think it was ever going to work out. If I did go to medical school, I feel like I would have dropped out. What made you stick You like stick with it? With comedy? Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine not doing it. It's just so like, it's the most addicting thing going on stage, like, and just it's sick. It's so fun. I love doing it. Yeah. Like I just enjoy doing it. It's so fun. I love writing and making people laugh. Like it's miserable, but miserable. And you want to like not do it sometimes, especially after a bad set, but it's like, yeah, it's so worth it for the good moments. Yeah. The, the hump, like you're talking about continually growing as a person while doing it. And yeah. trust me, I don't think a lot of comedians do. And I'm not saying that I'm a yeah. perfect, but it's like the humbling of it is like really beneficial. 
Oh yeah. Like eating, there's nothing better than having a good, really gnarly bomb in front of people and being like, you know, gotta work harder. I'm still not shit. Yeah. Or just like listening back to your set and being like, damn, like, or going, going like shit. Like I went to go see, we, we saw Jamar last night. Shout out Jamar neighbors. Like love him. What literally one of the funniest comedians in the entire world. Like he was, he was the guest on kill Tony. The first time I ever did comedy. It's just funny. Like whatever. But like, I'm like, I like listen to myself. I'm like, damn, like I'm not where like, like yeah. I, I just have to trust the process. Yeah. It's so, it's also so fun being like, seeing like your friends that have done it so much longer than you be like killing it. Cause then it's also like you see something and you're like, I want to do that. Like I want to, I can't wait till I get a beat. like getting like, it's such a process and like getting to like the next level. But the humbling keeps you. Cause if not, you'd be like thinking you're deserving of shit. There are some people who it's so funny to just see them think they deserve like stage time. They like anything where it says like you deserve it. Like you don't deserve shit. You just got to work hard. Yeah. You get exactly what you deserve. Like, yeah. And that's some real shit that I like, you know, you have to, like, I have to tell myself you have to t- anyone like not you, but like, like you do get what you deserve. Like the world's like not out to get you. And like, if you put in work or t- time or anything, that's going to come back out on the other end. Yeah. There's nothing more that I can't stand than a person who thinks life is happening to them. Like, it's like, oh, these things keep happening to me. And it's like, well, it's also like you have some control of one, your mentality towards it, but also like, what can you change? So the same pattern doesn't repeat. And there's lots of people that don't like look at that. But that's a really important thought process to have. So it just like it came to you gradually. There wasn't like a- years of therapy, <laughs> years and years of therapy. Word. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, man, I have such like a bad relationship with therapy since my last therapist that I ever went to when I was like in college wanted me to stop smoking weed and start taking Adderall. Mm-hmm. I never did, but I was just like, oh, it's just like he's trying to make money off of me like right now. Like I had a really bad therapist in college and like I didn't go back for like years, but she used to like she was a Christian therapist, which I didn't know. My mom like set it up for me. And she would like slut shame me (laughs) in therapy. And it was just like, I don't think one, what you're saying, like I'm studying this in school. I'm like, I don't think what you're saying is technically legal. (laughs) And then she would talk about herself all the time. (laughs) And like, she was trying to tell me to work on boundaries and stuff. And I was like, I don't think you're good with boundaries. (laughs) She's sitting on the couch and you're saying, yeah, I'm just like, (laughs) okay, that's weird. yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I did stop seeing her and like after like, you know, because she really sucked with boundaries. It was like, oh, boundaries are important. So thanks to her. I know what those are. But she sucks really hard. Oh, fuck yeah. you, Vanessa. Oh, fuck if she I. She's a big fan of this podcast. Damn it. <laughs> I have a big Christian therapy audience. <laughs> She's actually the only sponsor. So. Yeah. Damn it. OK, <laughs> love you. All. You just lost me fifty dollars <laughs> <laughs> a crit yeah no i don't you can be are you spiritual at all i'm spiritual i'm very spiritual but i feel like i'm like 
white girl spiritual when I like explain it to people. Like crystals? No. Like meditation. Oh, meditating like, is dope. It is dope. And like believing like the the not hap the not hap but like believing in like omens and like working on like I don't know how to describe law of attraction. Yeah, maybe is that I don't even know how to describe I don't know why I'm asking you. What did you say? Manifesting like what type of like uh, white girl stuff we talking? (laughs) (laughs) No, like I believe like I don't know. It's hard to I don't know why I came into this without and then not being able to explain it because I have in the past. But it's like I do believe in like a higher power. Like there has to be something that like for me that like I believe in that gave me the things I have and gave me the hard work and the discipline I have and the passion I have because some people don't have discipline and passion. And that's sad. Because I feel like discipline and passion is the only two things you really and a good attitude are the only things you need in life. And some people don't have those. And so I believe that I'm blessed to have those things. Because I don't know how. I don't know why. Like I could have been an asshole. I went through a spiritual awakening through a DMT trip, but that's not the real reason. Like I do think saying you went through a spiritual um experience through a dmt trip might make you a little bit of an asshole but continue on i understand (laughs) i understand what i said but that's why i say the story earlier about like i was also in a dude's basement (laughs) that's incredible (laughs) i love um i don't know i love the stereotype of um just doing a dmt trip or like taking shrooms and then like just having an awakening because it is very true yeah, but I, it I've, happens. I've thought about yeah. it. Like, I've thought about why it was. And I think it's honestly just like a near-death experience. Yeah. Like, it's like if you do a DMT trip, it's it, you, it comes to you in spiritual ways and you can see things. But how it affects your life is more like a near-death experience. Like, it can refocus you. Yeah. But, like, my second one, I didn't have a refocusing. It was just like, oh, I already went through that. Yeah. Like having another near-death experience. <laughs> it's like, okay, I already did this shit. Like, it's, you know? Yeah. But I also did listen to a lot of Joe Rogan growing up, so I can't, like... <laughs> <laughs> I did also listen to Trevor Rogan. Je- who's Chef Rogan? <laughs> he said Joe Rogan. Oh, I thought you said Jeff or Chef Rogan. Chef Rogan? Chef Ro- if he has a, a, a... Chef Rogan, that's his elk meat cookbook. Have you had elk? No, I haven't. I would eat it probably. I, I have. It's good. I grew up like okay. in the woods sometimes, so it's like easier to get. Not that I would go hunting. I don't think I could go hunting. I've never gone hunting. I just I don't feel the need to. I think when I was younger, because a lot of girls and guys would go hunting in Texas, I was like, oh, I want to oh, go is hunting. Is that like a hot date night? In no. Texas? <laughs> yeah, let's go to the woods <laughs> with some guns and see who comes out alive. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's nothing sketchier than a white guy with guns in the woods. Um, I was at a show the other day and um, <laughs> this is actually fun. I can't believe I never told you this. Anyway, I, uh, I was at a, sorry. <laughs> I was at a show the other day and I was some of the like weird kinks came up and this girl in the audience was talking about like having like a guy like fucker with a gun 
like putting a gun in her pussy and like having a gun to her head while they're fucking and shit. This dude, this girl at Rick's, he says, like, and I'm like, that's the that's crazier than what was the crazy kink we were talking about before? That's the wilder one. That's terrifying. Oh my. That's a hot date in Texas. Guns in the put in your pussy in the woods. That's remarkable. <laughs> Isn't that cool? She said she like. I don't even. It's graphic, but to have guy have like use a gun as a dildo. I mean, it looks like both of us are shooting blanks. So <laughs> she doesn't really know hey the difference. <laughs> <laughs> But that I'm sorry, but I <laughs> one two punch right there. <laughs> uh, that is the craziest thing. There's a comedy show in Austin that happens at a gun store. <laughs> Have you done it? Yeah, it's one of my friends. friends you get to it. hold the gun. I every time I go there, whenever I'm on stage, I ask for a gun, and they never give me one. I just think it'd be really funny if I like. <laughs> I think the idea of bringing a gun on stage and setting it on the bench, that the stool, is. without telling anyone, just not addressing it. No one's going to come up and smash But if you. no one starts laughing, just to like reach towards it a little bit, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't be, you know, doesn't even need to be a real gun. It just needs to look real. I want people to have the thrill of feeling like I could kill them right now. That's part of the experience. That's what this woman like. <laughs> Yeah, but I like to do it to crowds. That's the difference. Come on. Okay. <laughs> also, it's like almost it's very progressive because I'm a woman. I'm not a man. It's a lot it's less sexier putting a gun in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> putting a gun in your mouth. Way less sexy. <laughs> you can't look sexy with a gun in your mouth. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it's pink, so. <laughs> so where can people see you? <laughs> where can people see me? Yeah. Instagram. Okay. Brittany LED. Like the lights. Yeah, it's just a sh Brittany Ledesma was taken. I'm still upset about it. Uh, it's this little like girl who has the account that hasn't used it in years. And if we could report her, honestly, let's ruin an 11 year old life. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Give me the account name, bitch. You fucking whore. <laughs> you filthy little cunt. Give me the name. I think it hasn't been used in years. And so she's probably like at least 18 by oh, now. So God. this is okay to say. Yeah, you 18 year old. You 18 year old fucking bitch. Give me the gash darn give, name. Give me the gash, what? The gosh darn name. I'm not going to say are you, are you hitting on her? Give me the gash. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, just give me it, please. Have you ever Googled your name? Are you the most famous? Let me see. I don't. I Googled my name, and there's a gay country singer named Sam Buck. That's, That's a, yeah, I feel like that could also be a porn name. My dad's name is Dick Buck. Oh, yeah, I am the first thing that comes up. High five. And then this girl with a really big forehead. Oh, <laughs> I was about it's me. You don't have a big forehead. If you did, it would be a, oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, it's photos of me and then that girl. I'm a little offended. <laughs> it's, it's, it's and that woman being having the same well, name. I don't you? like that we have the same name and then she's out there I'm representing the, I'm me stuck like with that. Country singer Samba. Yeah, but he has clout. You got clout. She has like something she's I could forehead. market on. <laughs> I could rent out that for advertising. (laughs) That didn't even look like a real person. It probably was like from Tumblr in like 2015. That photo that was for sure the era. Her and that dumb bitch. (laughs) That other fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go fight him. The gay country singer Sam Buck is also from Massachusetts, which I just found out. So I should have him on the podcast. You should. I just don't like country music. Yeah, there's a lot of country places with the Buck in it, like Buck Wilds, a bar near the clubs downtown. That was my contribution. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for the, the Buck. Do you, are you a honky tonk bars i don't like honk i could see you rodeoing it up i like rodeo rides i like the thrill of almost dying you know nothing like, like a, bringing a gun on stage <laughs> no. you don't laugh <laughs> you don't fucking laugh it's just a bb gun <laughs> i guns terrify me i can't i mean like i've shot one before but i'm like when i was a kid but yeah in Texas, we just give every kid a gun and they get to shoot one once. I shot guns when I was a kid. It is strange that we that parents do that as like a bonding experience. They're like, let's go kill this carcass together. <laughs> let's yeah, go like, murder some dead animals. Because it's also one of those things that's like you learn in psychology is like a red flag and a child is if they bring like if they harm animals. Yeah, my grandma used to pay me to like shoot chipmunks and squirrels. <laughs> hired assassin yeah that was my first job a paid mercenary that's pretty badass what can i say and then i went to theater study theater (laughs) my grandma set me up for a success yeah you peaked (laughs) (laughs) peaked at shooting the squirrels i peaked at 12 (laughs) i also used to run an archery camp for children that's fun i Sorry, that seems like a really segmental thought I just had. But um, well, what are you gonna say? I used to go to summer camp a lot, and archery was always my favorite thing to try. But I was always so bad at it. I'll give you less. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then that whole like Hunger Games thing came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, like archery," and it was like, I did it pre Hunger Games. Oh, you're Katniss, like an OG. You're added to that dumb bitch list too. Yeah, way to copy shit. It's Katniss and two Britneys. <laughs> Katniss and the other Britneys get in fucking line. <laughs> we'll shoot you with a BB gun. And an arrow. And an arrow. I'll miss, but. You got the BB gun. I uh, yeah, I'm also a horrible shot. I'm just not good at aim at all. I understand. I I had a friend. Oh, this is so. All right. I had a friend try to shoot himself. I don't mean to laugh. Like, like he's a, one of my best friends. And he missed because the guns kicked back. Thank Jesus. Thank God. I don't know why I said Jesus. It's like, but like, yeah, I'm happy he has bad aim too. Yeah. One of my friends. I don't friends, know why I said Jesus right there. 
One of my friends edit that out. <laughs> one of my friends' friends did kill himself with a gun, and I felt really bad. So I made him this card. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that your friend shot himself, but keep chugga chugga chew chewing on. <laughs> Uh, it's a Thomas yeah. the train engine and then me photoshopped right after I got lip injections. <laughs> Wait, that's you? Yeah. I thought that was the person who shot themselves. <laughs> chugga chugga choo chooing my way onto heaven. Okay. That was... Oh my God. I really did think that was the person who shot themselves. I was like, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> No, I made it his death all about me, obviously, uh, in the car. I got these lip injections for you. <laughs> I also just wanted someone to comment on, you know, I needed attention. I was like, feel bad for you, but also, can we talk about me? <laughs> I knew a girl who got the forehead injections and then couldn't move her eyebrows. Oh, after yeah, the first I have. Um, like, it's not Botox. It's a step below it. So it just like. Photox. Photox. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the street version. I have actually have never seen this many homeless people with uh like injections and beautiful homeless people. They're not, I mean, they're ugly <laughs> and with like botched ass facelifts. And I'm like, why did you spend your money on a facelift <laughs> and not a house? Would you, oh I've I asked this to Natalie and she I so I'll tell the story. I was doing this like hallucinogen festival up in Maine. And uh, this chick I was talking to afterwards, I was like, oh, so like, where are you staying tonight? Like, do you want to come back? She's like, well, I just live in my car. So I'll probably like I'll, I can just leave it anywhere. And that's when I literally ran away. <laughs> I was tripping. I can't fuck a homeless person. I yeah. Yeah, I. I fucked a guy that was living in his car. No, but, you fucked a homeless person. Is it homeless if you live in your a, car? I, yeah, I mean, I guess he was. Uh, yeah. You know, I love a good homeless comic, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, if you're that's your type. Yeah. Felons and homeless comics. It was one. It was one. Oh, yeah. And then he moved in with me for three months and it was like, this is oh. a mistake. Well, because I didn't like, you know, like he wasn't I can, homeless. I can change that. him. Yeah. For, he wasn't homeless, you know, <laughs> like, like, look, I don't like fucking house. homeless people. I like changing their lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a boyfriend. I had a roommate. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I had a project. <laughs> well, he was on the road a lot. Was he funny? Yeah, he's funny. He travels a lot for it. But um. Yeah, he was on the road opening and featuring a lot. So I was just kind of like, it was just when he was in town, he would stay with me. Oh, that's, I thought. Like, so it wasn't like moving, moving, but it was like he was in town. Yeah. Majority of like the week and then would leave for like four days and on the road and come back. Wasn't ideal. Like a hostel. Yeah, you know, I was like a halfway house <laughs> for sure. A halfway <laughs> Oh my, yeah, nah. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't fuck the homeless person. Yeah, well, some of us don't have standards, so. <laughs> I hey, I've made some bad choices in my life, but that one while I was tripping, that gave you clarity. Yeah, in that moment, if trust me, if I wasn't tripping, I'd be balls deep in some homeless puss. <laughs> See, I always get the, 
I always think clearly after like I get I got really stoned once and I was seeing this guy for like a week and then I got super stoned and I just couldn't look at him the, the same after. I was mm. like, mm, I don't think I am attracted to this person. After getting super, I feel like I cried so hard once that a girl never, <laughs> never looked at me the same. I, yeah, I will say that has happened to me before. They with say, a guy. they say guys should open up emotionally. Don't. Yeah, open don't, up. Just, don't, don't, dudes, don't show emotion. <laughs> I think what they mean by that is open up your asshole to women. But hey, that is that was the same one girl. <laughs> <laughs> The gun girl, <laughs> not the gun girl. And she, the girl, the gun girl was with her husband oh. and it wasn't her husband who was doing it. Oh, I love a cuck. <laughs> That's like men for emotional support. A gun cuck. Oh, just a cuck, not a gun. Cuck. Oh, I know a friend who cucked somebody once. He said it was the saddest experience of his life. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I wish I could be fucking her right now. This is like watching porn IRL. No, he was fucking a dude's wife, oh. and the dude's husband was just like check was just cover. jerking off. Think, yeah, in the that's corner. weird. I'm just like, that seems awful. What I, happened to the the end of this podcast? We went on, we derailed yeah. heavy. Yeah. This was fun. Thank you for doing Thank this. Thank you for having me. No, this was I'm happy we got to do this. You're in Austin. People can see you do comedy. You see me do comedy or follow me on Instagram. Listen to your podcast. Listen to my podcast. Watch my vlogs. Just okay podcast. I'm sorry that my knees were on this episode too. We both have our knees in it. Yeah, but I have. My knees are weird as fuck. My knees look like faces. But... Oh, face knees. What are my knees? <laughs> what did my knees look like? I can't hear your face. <laughs> Don't look, don't look, okay. don't look at my knee. My eyes are up. You have here. your knees out, you slut. <laughs> I you're I'm, asking for it. <laughs> Those knees. They're out. I'm gonna look at them. Oh, God. I hate like I have to go to big and tall store. I'll just <laughs> I have to, big and tall, I big boy to, section. Yeah, I have to go to big and tall stores to buy my pants. My like my <laughs> I got like a big ass. I have to get special pants to fit. It's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing and a curse. But I fit in the smallest sizes at big and tall stores. So you feel skinny. I feel like the hottest <laughs> bitch in town. I'm the hottest bitch at the big I'm and tall store. Double zero in big and tall. God damn it. <laughs> it's the fucking virus. Do you know how to fix viruses on Chrome? I think you have to take that to a store. <sighs> But then I have to clear my history. <laughs> or you can just be like a baller and be like, that's my history. Deal with it. Look at what. I, yeah. I watch porn on my phone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, <Congrats>. everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>